had a stroke and paralyzed my whole left side. So I couldn't, I had to learn how to walk again. And, and yeah, so that was a challenge. And so running was a real coup for me to be able to get out there and do that. I don't walk with a limp. You wouldn't know to see me that I had a stroke. But yeah, I hadn't run in so long that I didn't know if I'd still be able to or not. All right, welcome to another edition of Transformations Through Running. Thanks so much for being here with us and tuning in to check out what we have going on today. Now, today we're bringing on Louise Landry back. She's going to talk about limitations and pushing past. She's going to be talking about setting goals. She actually, she's part of our monthly membership group. She's so inspiring. I had to bring her back. She went had a stroke a number of years ago, and she does have some limitations, and we're going to talk about that within the show. But she's 56 years old. She's still setting and achieving goals, which I think is incredible. So I wanted to bring her on, share her story with you and talk about how her mindset is a bit different and how she's still pushing forward and doesn't let anything get in her way of what she set her sets her mind to. This is Drew and you're listening to Transformations Through Run. Today we're going to talk about you setting a new goal of running your 5k I just think it's so awesome. Like it's so inspiring. You you only started training. What was it? Three months before you ran. That's July the fourth. July the fourth. I started training. And then that date was. The run was on October the first. So that wasn't really a long time to train. <laughs> Did you run before you decided to set this goal for yourself? No, I hated running. <laughs> I, I haven't ran since I was in high school. That was over thirty-five years ago. Wow, you know, I'm not really a a running fan myself, but I find my I think it's I don't know. Uh, well, I, I want to know from you, but I don't know if it's our environment or what. You know, Dorothy was doing the half half marathon, and then Sean was there running for Rosina, and then I have some friends that do some serious runs, ultra runs. So I think that that inspired me to do a little bit more running this summer. What inspired you to decide to go out and run this 5K after? not liking running <laughs> or, well, or after, you know, a very short time training. Well, I think some of it was, was listening to the people on the, or reading about the people on the Facebook page doing the runs. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And I thought, I kind of figured I needed to step up my workouts a little bit. And um, I thought, well, I'm going to try it, see, what, see how it goes. And so that's how it kind of evolved. So yeah, some of the members were inspiring in that regard to Dorothy and and uh, Dallas was was uh, starting to run at that point too so so you were saying that Dorothy and Dallas inspired you that was in were they talking about that in our monthly membership group or just openly on their pages it was in the monthly membership group okay that's pretty cool so tell me a bit tell us our audience you were we were on a past show if you want to go back and check out Louise's full story it's going to be Louise Landry stroke survivor so just tell us briefly about your background and maybe some of the challenges that you go through now well I had a stroke it's coming up to 19 years now it'll be 19 years on November the 6th that I had a stroke and it affected my it paralyzed my whole left side so I couldn't I had to learn how to walk again and and yeah, so that was a challenge. And so running was a real coup for me to be able to get out there and do that. I don't walk with a limp. You wouldn't know to see me that I had a stroke. But 
yeah, I hadn't run in so long that I didn't know if I'd still be able to or not. <laughs> you you said that you told us that you may have had or you have vision, uh, not not. Yeah, I don't have any left peripheral vision at all. And so from the middle of each eye to the left, I see nothing. It's blank. Peripheral vision is peripheral. The word I don't know if I've ever said it right. Peripheral. It's always a difficult <laughs> word for me. <laughs> so was yeah. that a challenge when you were? you know, running from, you know, seeing side to side or, or maybe something coming out of peripheral that you're not, weren't aware of? Yeah, I have to be really careful when I'm running because, yeah, without, with not being able to see to the left, it's mostly to the left, to the right, I'm good. Without being able to see, I, I just have to really concentrate on where I'm going. My husband was really afraid that I was going to fall, <laughs> trip over something and fall. He was very concerned about me starting to run again, but eh, I didn't. It was fine. <laughs> So how long was it? How long was it that you haven't run, hadn't run, <laughs> and before you started, like, hey, I'm going to go try this running. Well, since high school, so 35 years. Oh my god! Over 35 years. So you didn't run any long distances for 35 years, and you're just like, I'm going to go try to do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I was smart about it. I did do. I did go into it slowly. I did, I found an app online that kind of guided me through it. And so I, uh, so I used it. And what was I that app in case any of our listeners want to try it? It was, let me just take a quick look and see if I can find it here. That's crazy. <laughs> and so what, what made you think, I want to get to mindset, I suppose, a bit. What made you think that after, you know, not running for 35 years, you were like, well, I haven't ran <laughs> for a little bit here. So I'm just going to go and try this and see, see what happens. What went through my mind? Yeah, what did you think? You know, so many people would say, well, I'm, I could never do that. Uh, there's no way I could run again. And you, and you, you know, you have some limitations. I want to talk about that a bit as well. But you have some limitations, but you also hadn't run in so long. And you're just like, I'm going to go do this. I'm not afraid of a challenge, I guess. So I just, I just said, okay, I'm going to do it. And when I set my mind on something, I pretty much do it. So that was pretty much it. You just said, I'm gonna, you set your mind to it. You got some information yeah. from our membership group. We're like, well, if they're going to do it, I want to go ahead and try this too. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so tell me about some of your limitations. We just had a plank challenge, for example, in our membership group. I know what your one side, is it your left arm? My left arm, yeah. Your left arm, there's some limitations there. Is there any limitations in your legs or when you actually go out to run or walk? No, my legs are fine. My legs, I don't notice anything. My, but my arms, yeah, the, I, I do have the limitation on the arm. My hand doesn't function properly, and my hand, my arm is pretty weak. Mm-hmm. So my and hand functions like a probably a three or four year old. It's, it's pretty, pretty limited. And did that affect your running at all? Um, no, not really. My arm would cramp up every now and then. Like it, it would get a little bit sore because I'm not used to holding it. To, to moving it, I guess, when I'm running or walking even. I don't move it as much as a lot of people do, I suppose. Did you find that the running any kind of, I don't know, strength? Is it nerve damage? I mean, I want to say strength or mobility. Is there any way to strengthen that or is it just nerve damage and there's no way to increase, I don't know, strength or mobility? It's it's actually a message from the brain to the to the to the nerve endings, I suppose. But it's just getting the message to the brain that the brain needs to do it. So the more the more I repeat it, then the easier it gets. Did you actually see improvements 
in that running motion with that left arm? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And then, so you decided, so you set up, set, set this goal for yourself. What would you tell someone that, you know, would say, I don't know if we mentioned, I asked you before we started, but you're 56 years old. What would you say to someone that, you know, is around your age that would say, you know, I'm, I'm too old to go out and run a 5k or to set new goals? I would just say, start slowly. The app that I used, it's called, it was called get running from coach to 5k. So it starts you out really slowly. You start with a minute, a minute run and then a three minute walk. And then eventually it works you up to 30 minutes. So it's, it's pretty, pretty good. It's made it a lot easier than just going out and say, okay, I'm going to run 5k. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. Yeah. So you followed that. I mean, you're pretty good at following. If there's something in front of you, a, a program or chart, I think you follow it 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so you're pretty good at, you know, you use that app on a daily basis. How often were you training coming into the run? The app actually tells you how to do it. So three days a week. But when after I finished the app, because it got me up to 30 minutes, then that was it. It didn't do anything after that. So I was doing three days a week and I, and I actually found another app to measure my distance. And, um, so I knew that I was running 20 or that I was running 5k and it would kind of encourage me along as well. So that was good. And you, I probably should have asked you before we started the interview, but do you, any chance you remember what that app is called? It's the running room app. That one actually isn't free. There's a membership for that one. If you want it to talk to you. And did that help? It, w it was talking to you while you're running? Yeah, because it tells me, every, you can select how often you want it to tell you how, how what your distance is. So I selected every every 500 or every half kilometer. So every half kilometer would come up and tell me how far I'd come. And yeah, it, it was, I found it helpful because it would kind of keep me going. Okay, I've only got this much further to go. It's called Map My Run. Map My Run? Map My Run, yeah, M-A-P. Okay, we'll link these in your show notes. So in case any of our listeners here want to head over to exploringmindandbody.com where we hold all of our past shows, they can go and click on it. And I think it's awesome that you're using these tools and finding ways to, whether it's keeping you motivated or, or tracking your time, your runs, mm -hmm. your distance, That that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not a huge technology person, but <laughs> I think clearly there's there's benefits to using these things, you know, especially, I think it'd be, it's almost like having a coach out there running with you. Oh, it is, exactly. And it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And how did you find them? I just Googled, I went into the app store and I Googled and then I just kind of decided which one was going to work. And I go by some of the, some of the reviews on it too Okay. and, and use that as a guide. So you started out with the couch, the 5k, that's quite popular. And then yeah. from there you moved on to map my run. Yeah. Okay. So in case our listeners are, are interested in starting running or setting new goals, they could follow yours. Always feel there's a path to success, a repeatable one. So yeah. if anyone wants to start running themselves, they could try some, the same kind of process you did. That's right. Yeah. Well, I always think support and environment is so important to do something like this. What kind of support did you have in your environment, in your community, in your home, whatever it may be? Well, my husband's always supportive of whatever I do. He doesn't run with me. He doesn't like running either, but but he was supportive. And then I had a friend that, that we would text back and forth with. And before the 5K, we, we took a, a run on, uh, a jaunt around the run and tried it out. And yeah, so it was it was good. It was good to have her getting me going too, so.
and yet some found some inf- in- inspiration from our membership group as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So one of the things, you know, I was I was quite impressed. Like we went out there running. Dorothy and I came down there to meet you. We had to be there for your first five <laughs> k, and I thought it was quite impressive. You only started training for for excuse me for four months, and then you ran the whole thing. Like you didn't stop. And no. I th- you said I don't remember what you said. You said what did do you remember what you said when I said well you're still running. You want to take a break or anything? <laughs> I said, no, nothing's going to make me stop. (laughs) (laughs) You just kept going forward. And did you, when you were training, did you train with any breaks or any walks in between your distances? Once, once I got past the couch to 5k thing, past the 30 minute running, I I stopped. I I stopped taking breaks. I just ran the whole way. (laughs) I have to push myself sometimes. I'll be honest, but yeah, but I, but I do it. And then what kind of goals did you set for yourself? Was it just following the app or I know like some time we had John Stanton in who was actually the CEO of the running room and he talks about doing a 10 in one. So you run 10 minutes, you walk one minute. Did you have any goals set out for yourself as you were training for this, you know, for time, for distance, anything like that? No, no. I just followed the app and, I, the 5K was my goal. Now I think that I might increase that a little bit. Maybe do a 10K down the road, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I am registered for another 5K, so I'm just going to keep on going with, with what I'm doing. Yeah, that's something I want to ask you about. Many times athletes that set any type of goal, they they often go through post-goal depression is what I call it because you know, you, there's so much buildup. You're working towards one goal, and then it, it's done. <laughs> Some female athletes tell me it's much like a wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much buildup, and then it's over with. And then after, you know, that you've been looking forward to, you know, women or girls have been looking forward to their entire life. So I, I could see how, how that, you know, how that could go coincide together. But did you go through any type of post-goal depression after this 5K? I don't think so. No, I never noticed it that I did. The 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 friend that I run with, she said she registered the, that same day for another run, and she said you should do it. And I said okay, well I'll have a look at it. And I looked at it that night, and then the next day I decided to register for it. So that gave me another goal to work towards too. So. And then so I heard these runs when people kind of start running these type of runs, whether it's fun runs or, you know, challenging runs, it's almost addictive. Do you Mm -hmm. feel that that might be the case for you? It might be. (laughs) It might be. So when you were training for this 5K, were you like every morning or whenever whenever you ran, were you like, oh, I really disliked running, but I'm going to go do it anyways? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, oh, I'll have to do it. I'm doing the run, so I have to get out there and run. That was my, that was definitely my motivation for getting out there and doing it. So having the runs to look to booked ahead of time, it makes it easier to get out there and do it. And is that something that keeps you accountable? Like you, you know, you have a date. You know, you you set your mind to it. Is that something that helped you get through the runs each day, even if you didn't want to? It definitely does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what are you doing now for training? This was at least at the time of this interview. We when when was that run? A couple weeks ago. Yeah, October first. So just a week ago. So is have you continued to run over this week, or did you take some time off? I 
I ran twice, two days this week. And I was going to go on Saturday, but I was too busy. And then got snow. So now I have to think of what I'm going to do. Snow <laughs> is pretty deep out there. So. Oh, Alberta. What would you say to someone that says, you know, I, I have too many things going on, maybe job, kids, grandkids, uh, spouse, whatever it is, what would you say to someone that says, oh, well, I'm too busy to do something like this? Well, I think it's just like exercise. You have to schedule it in. And if you schedule it in, then you're going to do it. Or you're more likely to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's harder, it's harder to cancel if you actually yeah, schedule it so. in. Yeah, I think so. Especially if you're booked for a run. If I, I think if you book yourself for a run too, that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you're quite active in, in the group in our membership group you're working out on a consist- consistent basis you're eating well do you think that mm-hmm. had a lot to do with or anything to do with you going out and setting a new goal and, and getting this run doing this run I think it helped I think it helped a lot if you had asked me a year ago if I would ever do a run I would say no way <laughs> the only time I ran was to catch a bus <laughs> and not even then sometimes so yeah, so just you know, just being active, being active, and and staying active with the ch- food choices you're making, and you also follow a gluten free diet as well. That's I, I don't want to get that mixed up. For I think sometimes we think that just because it's gluten free, it's always healthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, very true. I follow it because I have to. I have celiac disease, so it's not an option for me. Mm-hmm. So, so you can you can did you find that you needed to change your nutrition or habits in any way? because you're running more, maybe burning more calories, or maybe need to be more hydrated, anything like that? Hydration's always been a problem for me. So yeah, I, I had to make sure that I that I was more hydrated. I, I, I had to be very aware that I was drinking more, so otherwise I really noticed it. Nutrition-wise, because we eat pretty good in the group, I didn't feel that I needed to change anything that way. Um, I didn't eat before I went out for a run other than a banana. But other than that, I didn't feel that I needed to change anything. When did you train? Did you train throughout the day? Did you get up every morning and, and train for in, this? Well, because it was hot out, I trained in the morning. It's Living in southern Alberta, it gets pretty hot here during the day, so I, and I didn't like running. My sisters always told me that whatever temperature is, add 10 degrees on, and that's what you're running in. So if it was 25 degrees in the afternoon, I wasn't going to run in 35-degree temperature. So, <laughs> so running in the morning when it was you know 8 or 9 degrees or 10 Celsius, that was much easier. <laughs> yeah. So were you working out on the same days you were running, or how did you work that out in your schedule? No, I if, if it was a workout day and it was a run day, I did them both. Awesome. <laughs> if that's in your schedule, you stick to your schedule. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you do anything that's not on your schedule. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> you get crazy one morning and you're like, I'm not going to do it this way today. <laughs> well, this morning I did. I was going to go for a run this morning. And when I saw the snow out there, I said, no, nope, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is I haven't ran since that run. You know, I'm, I'm not a big runner. Dorothy's running for Rosina's over with. I was running for some Spartan runs, which were a bit inspiring and motivating for me. Those are all over with. So I haven't run since for about a week now since we ran with you. And Noel came running by and he was running like a 29K. See, he literally banged on the door. He's like, hey, you want to go for a run? 
<laughs> and I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do right now. But uh, anyways, he talked me into it. So I went out and ran in the cold today. It wasn't so bad. You know, once you get going, you know, it's it's actually gets, you, you build up so much heat. It's crazy. You know, I had three shirts on and I was a bit cold when we started, but then you heat up so quick. That's true. So you yeah. have, you're pretty good at making plans and, and schedules as we talked about. You have a bit of a plan to be running or being more active in the winter months now. You want to talk mm-hmm. about what you're going to do and how you're going to stay on track, continuing pushing forward here? Well, because we have such a big freeze-thaw cycle down here, I don't like running in the ice. I'm not really into broken bones. So (laughs) I decided that I'm going to look at the indoor track at the university here, and I'll probably use it when it's it's not nice out. So you're going to do some running on the indoor track and, if possible, run outside as well? Yeah, when it's not icy out, I will run outside. The, the, The route that I take is quite good. It's a paved pathway, so they always clear it. So you talked about you're going to run a bit more. What's What do you have planned? You already signed up for another race or run. What is that like or what's that plan moving forward here? The run is in November, the 17th of November here in Lethbridge. And it's it's actually a, a fundraiser for the food bank here in town. So I thought, oh, it's a good cause. If it's icy out and I don't do it, the money's going to a good cause. I'm not too concerned about that. What's it called there? Cause for Claws, I think, is what it is. Cause for Claws? Are you going to dress up like Mrs. They encourage people to do that, but it won't be happening. (laughs) No? Come on, Louise. No, maybe I might buy some red tights or something. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be fun. I love Christmas. So... And then you talked about a 10K. That could be something that you'll consider. When will you decide you're just going to keep planning for 5Ks? And then if, if that works out, you'll try 10? Yeah, there's there's a Moonlight Madness run here in March. That's a 5K. So I might do that. And then maybe I was looking at the Stampede run for the 10K. And I thought, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. We'll see. Dorothy actually did that one, did the 5K there. That was her first run this year, I think. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a good one. I remember seeing that. It was a big one. I was surprised how big it was. Mm-hmm. So any plans to any plans other than running and and staying on track with nutrition and fitness is is are you do you feel motivated and do you have enough going on right now that you don't need to find something different to push you forward? Well, I do. I do have some other classes that I do. I do um, a yoga class and I do a Nia class as well at our local senior center. What's a NIA class? NIA, is, NIA stands for No Impact Aerobics, and it's kind of a dance-based class. It's, and it incorporates some yoga and some, some, some other martial arts. It incorporates a bit of Tai Chi, and I don't remember what the other ones are. But it incorporates three different types of martial arts with it. And it works on balance and stuff like that. It's really good. I quite enjoy it. Now, I always want to do a Tai Chi class. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I did. A, I taught myself for about four months just watching YouTube videos. Oh yeah! And I was like, I'd really like to try a class, and you know, maybe see if get someone to help me know if I'm doing it right. But I never yeah. actually have. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. You got all kinds of things going on. I didn't even know about these. You're you're more active than I than I than I even knew or thought. That, that's <laughs> awesome. So you're doing these classes once a week. You're doing our. Yeah. You do our workouts just mm-hmm. about once a day or five times a week five times a week yeah and then you're running as well yeah wow are the people in your classes just trying to keep up with you or <laughs> they like hope you don't show up you're what you're that person like I hope she doesn't show up she makes us look bad 
<laughs> well, actually, I, did, I haven't been the last two weeks because I had a really bad cold, so I couldn't go and I didn't want to share the cold. But I will be going to them now. And I think that they're impressed, especially the ones that know that I've had a stroke. I think that they're, I think that might motivate them a little bit too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You're inspiring people everywhere you go. <laughs> I want to ask you if you have anything. We're just going to wrap up here. Do you have anything to s- share or with anyone that may think that limitations hold them back or maybe that setting new goals isn't for them? Well, I think I think you need to give it a shot. Your limitations shouldn't hold you back. Some some limitations might, but but I think if you try, there's always a way around it. There's a new way to do something. So, I mean, running, there isn't a new way to do running. You either do it or you don't. But <laughs> but you can build up to it slowly. So there's no reason why you couldn't try it. So make those sustainable lifestyle changes, ease into whatever you may try. And, you know, yeah. who knows? do you enjoy running now or is, are you still like, mm. you know, I'm starting to enjoy it a little bit more, funny enough. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's not so bad. I kind of like how I feel after more than I do when I first start. But yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, Louise, thank you so much. Thanks for opening up some of your insights and inspiration and goals with us. As always, thanks so much for your support with the membership group and everything else that we do. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. That's going to wrap things up for this edition of Transformations Through Running. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our community we're building here online. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Again, thank you for tuning in. All past shows are going up on trueformlife.com. This is our main website. We have our products up there. We have our nutrition programs, our fitness programs. If you need any help at all, please shoot us a message. You can find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife.com. This is our main page where we're posting about lifestyle, nutrition, fitness, trying to keep you on track. We're also on Instagram.com slash Drew Tadia. If you're listening to the show, we'd love it if you tag us in your story so we know that we're helping influence you positively. Whether you're running or whether you're a listener, maybe planning to run, or maybe you just like these, enjoy these extraordinary stories, I like to call them. You can also check out our other podcast and nationally syndicated radio show called Exploring Mind and Body. That's exploringmindandbody.com. We've been doing these shows for years. And I got to tell you, we have tons of content, over 500 shows we got up there. So you can go and search just about any holistic topic and find a different point of view, maybe one you've never heard of before, or maybe one you'd like to know more details about. Guests from around the world, I'm so grateful for those that I've been able to meet on this journey, on this path to holistic health. I learned so much myself personally from these guests, and I'm able to refer some of our clients and customers to some of these guests. I'm able to answer questions in more detail and more depth because I've had this show for so long, and I get to talk to so many different guests. It brings so much value to my life, and I hope it brings value to you as well. We're on social media. We're posting a couple times. Times a day we're talking about nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. Find us on Facebook.com slash trueformlife. We're posting on stories and we post on the, the main page as well. So you can always find out content there. We would love for you to follow 
us along there. And for you to like and comment and share, all that means so much to us and helps us grow that community that we're building within. We're also on Instagram.com slash Drew Tadia. We use that as a business page. Or again, we're posting on stories. We're posting on the regular timeline a couple times a day. Our goal is to continue to bring you good quality content consistently. I think in most cases, consistently wins out. Whether you're trying to stick to a meal plan or you're trying to improve self-help, whether you're trying to get done with your workouts or see results for your workouts, that consistency means everything. And if you have any guest ideas or if you have any guest suggestions, please shoot us a message. We're always interested in bringing on guests for those that are interested in hearing specific runners, for example. We do our best to bring you this quality content on a regular basis. So that's why we have some amazing fans and followers and listeners that have been with us since we started, which is mind-boggling to me. Absolutely blows my mind when I think about when we first started and when where we are today. But again, thank you so much for being here with us. Our main website is trueformlife.com. We have our products up there in case you're interested in more ways we can help. We also have tons of free content up there, which include recipe blog posts. We have videos. We have at-home workouts. We, have enough, we even have a free 10-day fitness challenge, if that interests you. You can find that all at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. I hope to catch you on the next show. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Thank you.